everyone and welcome. Thank goodness it's Friday. TGIF today we want to look to scripture. And it's my prayer that you'll be encouraged today as we look to the worm and it'll set you up just right for the weekend. We're going to look at the book of Matthew chapter 26 starting in verse 36. And we're going to be looking how Jesus uh, conducted himself uh, in dealing with the tremendous appropriate burden, if you will, that was upon his shoulders, the mission that God his Father had given him. And I believe it's going to encourage us in our plot in life and how we'll be encouraged to never give up, to never give up, even if we are scared to death. And so Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, in the Garden of Gethsemane, says Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and distressed. He then said to them, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. And he went a little beyond them and fell to his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Many times, many of us have faced difficulty and circumstance where we want it to just pass us by. I, for one, have been in that place praying out to God, God, just let this thing be over with. Let this thing pass me by. It's not just, you know, one of those ordinary things where you have a half mown line or you know half the dishes have been uh, completed and it's just weighing over you of a job yet to be complete and yet there's other things in our life uh, where maybe we've given up on maybe more pressing things maybe we've abandoned family maybe we've abandoned a marriage maybe we've abandoned other relationships we've purely and simply given up and maybe we even make excuses for the reasons of why we chose to give up and what I love about this story here is Jesus is showing us that he has been uh, given a calling by his father he's asked him to do something and it says the word says that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life that he sent his son to come into this world and to die for our sins to be punished the weight of sin to bear down on him, to take our place to the point of death. And so for that very thing, Jesus is speaking to his father. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. I believe this shows us it's important for us to be real. As I was sharing last week, situational awareness, being real with what is going on in our life and being transparent with God. God, this is what's going on in my life. Help me in this situation. And at times when we ask him for our help, he also gives us a course correction, if you will. He even gives us peace to see through the situation. So we see in Jesus' situation here that he is burdened to the point of death. He says here, verse 40, And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, So you men could not keep watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not enter in temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so he went away again a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. 
Again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them again and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same thing once more. Then he came to his disciples and said, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand. I believe in this story. Jesus is showing us to never give up. Never give up even when the times are tough. Sometimes we just want, like I said, to pass it by. You see the followers here with Jesus, um, they just want to rest. And their eyes were heavy. But instead of watching and praying with Jesus, they decided to, if you will, sit things out. A lot of times we desire to sit things out. We don't want to put the effort in. I'm for one speaking to myself. It's much easier to leave some things left undone. But imagine imagine the fruit that can come in our life when we stick things out when we see things through to fruition look what jesus accomplished by going to the cross at calvary when he was betrayed by judas it was all for a purpose like i said that he was going to go to the cross and die for our sins that by the shedding of his innocent blood that we have forgiveness but if jesus didn't go to the cross we would still have the weight of sin bearing down on us. The scripture says that we were by our own nature subject to God's anger, to his wrath. Our God is a loving and just God, that he punishes sin. But thankfully, when God looks at us, he sees the finished work of Jesus. And so the finished work of Jesus, the right work that he accomplished, that righteousness has been clothed upon us, that when he sees Jesus, he sees us in the blood that was shed. Jesus didn't give up. He was tempted. He prayed to the Father for it to pass from him, but he dug in and he finished what he was uh, called to do. And so let that be uh, encouraging for us today to never give up. I want to encourage you to remain. I want you to remember what Jesus Christ has accomplished on our behalf. How does Jesus' example encourage us here today? Look at Hebrews chapter 12. And so fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, starting in verse 2, sorry, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not 
discipline. We have a Father in heaven who loves us so much, that wants us to succeed in this life, to follow in the footsteps of Christ. That's why He's given us His Holy Spirit to encourage us, mind, soul, and body, that we can fulfill what God has called us to do. And He's called us to love Him and to love others. And the greatest love that we have is laying down our life to share the truth of the gospel with all that we come in contact with. Sometimes it's easier just to sit things out. But imagine what can happen when you can share your life story with others. How has Jesus transformed your life? How has the peace that he's brought into your situations when you're facing heartache, financial struggles, and when you see God bring you through those things, how can you encourage others with your life story? Your story can have a positive impact on others. And so can the discipline you hear from the Lord. And what I mean by that, Jesus in the garden corrected his followers. He, you know, he says, why are you sleeping? Could you not watch with me for one hour? There's times in our life, if we're really attuned to the voice of God, he'll say, you know, what are you doing here? Andrew, what are you doing in this moment? This isn't what I've called you to do. And so with this, even this church plant that we're working on, the enemy of our souls wants to plant these seeds of doubt in my mind and in my spirit. You know, what are you doing here, Andrew? This isn't for you. You don't have the ability to see this through. You might as well just give up. And then he also speaks through others. But it's important here that we be encouraging to others like Christ was encouraging to his followers. Encouraging them to get up and to pray with him. Jesus gives us this promise that those who endure with him, that he will confer upon them a kingdom. And so because we put our trust and faith in Jesus Christ, that he has promised us a kingdom a kingdom to come that is perfect and blameless. And so here in the now, in the nitty gritty, as, he working, as he's working all things out together on this earth for, for our good, that there will be circumstances that we will face, hardships and trials, but he will see us through. And that when we see them through, we will see tremendous fruit in our lives. And so be encouraged today. Don't leave things left undone. That thing in which God has called you to, that mission that he has put on your heart, that gifting that he has given you. Use it to your uttermost. Serve him with everything you have because our public posture does matter just as much as what we do in the secret, in the private place. It's important that other people can see what we're doing. I believe that Jesus' followers were encouraged and also challenged by Jesus' example in the Garden of Gethsemane. He kept reminding them to be watchful, and so let's encourage each other. So today I want to pray for you to encourage you not to give up, even when times get tough. If you bow your heads with me just so we can listen for the voice of God in each of our lives here today, Lord Jesus, regardless of what I've even shared here in these brief moments, I ask that you will speak to each one of us here right now. That we will be attentive to your voice. To not give up on the things that you have called us to do. To love our neighbors as you have loved us. To reaching out into this world. To be willing to share the hope that we have in you. To share truth without compromise. 
We thank you, Lord, that your grace, your favor is so profound and tangible in our lives that even when we fail, you are not faithless towards us. For you are faithful even when we are faithless, for you do not disown yourself. So we thank you that you live within us, that you empower us to be more like you, Lord Jesus, in this world. Help us to remain joyful and thankful in our workplace. Help us to be faithful and not tempted to give up on the things that you have placed on our heart. And of course, the Great Commission to go in the world teaching all people about you, Jesus, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit so that we could be empowered to live for you in this present age. Thank you for each person that is watching this right now. Bless them and their loved ones, Lord Jesus. Draw them close to you. May your spirit encamp around them and within them. Empower them with the words to speak. Lord, to be prosperous in their place of work. We ask that you will bless them financially. You will bless them with their health. You will bless them in the relationships. Lord, I pray that those relationships that maybe are on the brink of destruction, Lord, that we would be renewed and restored right now in your loving, mighty name. Thank you, Lord, as we look to you, you sustain us. That you endured the cross for our incredible benefit. That we now have a right relationship with God. Thank you, Father, for your discipline in our lives. That you encourage us and even give us course correction along the way. May you be lifted up in each of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Have a wonderful weekend. Look forward to seeing you June 27th when we plan on having our in-person services at the Waterford United Church on Sunday afternoons at 1 p.m. If you have any questions or you want to get together, have a coffee or pray together, email me, Andrew at Evergreen, sorry, Andrew at hopefortodaychurch.org. Have a great day. God bless.